So you're supposed to do that and like tighten and release uh-huh. and tighten and release and tighten and release until your pussy realizes that there's no danger. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Emma Austin and you're listening to Pillow Talk, a podcast where I sit in bed with my husband and gab about sex and shit. Have you ever seen those porn videos where a guy is like sitting in his car jerking off and then like a woman walks by and then she watches him yes <laughs> they're all over Pornhub. Mm-hmm. i was watching a bunch the other day really <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah, was... you're a big fan of those i kind of am it kind of surprised wait how do you me. know that <laughs> you've told me before oh, okay <laughs> and you sent me quite a few of them Have so I? i've gotten the picture oh yeah okay. wow I, get... I send you so much porn i don't even know what i'm showing <laughs> you anymore yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. no i'm into that and i i have my reasons <laughs> But it made me curious. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any... In a lot of these videos, these women will like show up mm-hmm. and they'll start watching. And mm-hmm. then they'll start like talking, right? It's usually something like, hey, can you give me directions somewhere? And then, like, oh my God, you're jerking off. Yeah. And then they'll watch. Sometimes they'll reach in and give him a hand. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll flash him to give him a visual hand. Mm-hmm. How do you think you'd react to... to... To like finding a guy jerking off in the car? Let's say he's cute. Let's say he seems really charming. <laughs> I mean... Do you think there's ever a plausible scenario in which you're like, you know what? Sure. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay. Just like a regular attractive man. I mean, chances are it would take him from attractive to not attractive. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because that's it, true. it would come across as kind of creepy. No Now, if no it kidding. was a young, a young boy, like a young, you know... Like young, a 19-year-old? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't mean like underage, yeah. but I mean like a young boy, I think I might laugh and be kind of like, oh, well, you know, young boys are horny. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you'd but be like, forgiving. Yeah. <laughs> but like not with a man that should know better right um it depends though because if they're doing it in like a really private way and i'm just kind of like watching you just happened upon it yeah like they're just but in they're their not yard and they're you... not doing it to like show me right you know yeah uh then it can probably be arousing yeah okay but not if they're doing it like recklessly <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if you just happened upon it and they were like mm-hmm. oh my god i'm so sorry and you're like well there's no reason you shouldn't finish. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a porno, yeah, not no, real I, life. <laughs> I told you, I watch a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> and they all seem not very plausible. No, they're not. That's the thing, right? <laughs> yeah. I think most people's reaction to catching someone, not even catching someone masturbating, to being yeah. made to watch someone masturbate mm-hmm. isn't like, well, all right then. <laughs> no, <laughs> not in real life. In wa- fantasy, yeah. I watched sometimes. one the other day that ended with him coming and the girl saying, do you come here every Saturday? Because <laughs> I do. That's funny. Yeah. Do you know what I think I kind of like about them? What? It's not just that I'm a raging weird pervert mm-hmm. and kind of a creep deep down in my heart of mm-hmm. hearts. I think it's this, like, how could I explain this? I think it's the fact that, like, it shows women... Mm-hmm. being aroused by a man mm-hmm. without having to be like it's less about her like sort of doing things to the man it's more mm-hmm. about her just appreciating something sexual we can we can tell where you're deprived <laughs> so that's the one you like is the one in which the woman doesn't have to be seduced <laughs> yeah well, there you go it's so true uh yeah i get that i get it's the admiration Mm -hmm. i like the the admiration i would love to be admired i like to be admired i'm not saying i'm (laughs) making it sound like i am deprived no i like to be admired (laughs) i like to be yeah um looked at Mm -hmm. in in a very like 
You're Thirsty an exhibitionist. Wind? I'm a bit of an exhibitionist. Yeah, you are. Yeah, okay. <laughs> See, I always say, like, I'm a little bit of a pervert, and you always jump in to say that actually you're a lot of a pervert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess, okay, fine, I'm an exhibitionist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that speaks to me, that, mm-hmm. that kind of, I want to say carjacking porn, but that's a whole other thing, isn't it? Like, Okay, so see, yeah, I was going to say earlier, I think the reason why I'm not attracted to that sort of scenario mm-hmm. is because I have, <laughs> I have these, like, weird fears about carjackings. <laughs> I don't know where they come from. I've had them since I was a yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when I think of that, I'm like, no, that just sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> it compromises the safety you feel in a car yeah well it? and yeah. also i'm a woman right like you you tend to think of that as like ooh, that'd be so hot and i think of it as oh that guy's a pervert and he's going to like rape and kill me no yeah of course i'm thinking yeah. about the lady showing up and watching not the dude being like yeah <laughs> hey come watch my weird yeah. show i'm putting on in the parking lot <laughs> that, I mean, yeah. that guy i don't trust <laughs> exactly <laughs> But the lady's just doing her shopping and she's, you know, she, <laughs> she could use a break. I trust her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was watching the other day. Interesting. Thank you for not judging me too harsh. I'll judge you a little. Now. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Only to better understand you. <laughs> so. Yeah. How do we segue into Downsville? <laughs> That's the problem, right? This is not an upbeat topic. No. This is a this is a bit of a downer, but yeah. I think it's an important topic. Yeah, for um, sure. And we're <laughs> trying not to bum everybody out. <laughs> but I, I think it's it's a really common thing and it's it's vaginismus. Mm-hmm. Let's start with a, a clinical definition, should we? Sure. So vaginismus is basically a medical condition in which uh the vaginal muscles contract involuntarily. Mm-hmm. So you basically they basically squeeze and tighten but without like without you wanting them to. Yeah. And like it's involuntary mm-hmm. or like a reflex that you can't seem to control. Yeah. And and there are two types. Yeah. Of vaginismus. There's mm-hmm. there's something called primary vaginismus. Yeah. And that is essentially vaginismus that I want I don't want to say you're born with it, but it's like as soon as you start having sex, you it's experience that. Yeah. 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 And there's secondary vaginismus, which is basically the diagnosis they give you if you've had sex before mm-hmm. without any complications, without any yeah. problems, and then all of a sudden you develop vaginismus. Mm-hmm. Which is what happened to you. That's what happened to me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I've actually heard that um, secondary vaginismus can be caused by childbirth. Uh-huh. So some people have it like after they've had their first kid and then yeah. they go to have sex again and it hurts. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I, I guess we should have mentioned that. It makes sex really painful, right? Like, yeah. Like that's, that's the reason it's a problem. Yes. It so, makes any kind of penetration. Yeah. Basically anytime. Agonizing. Anytime. Like it could be, I mean, not everybody has a problem with fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people do have a problem with God, anything, like yeah. it doesn't matter how big. Um, and some people only have a problem with cocks. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was okay with fingering for the most part. Yeah. As long when as you, you didn't it. go like yeah. too, too much. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we tried to have sex, yeah. my pussy would like <laughs> clench yes. as tight as it could. Mm-hmm. And I could not get it to not like to relax. So sex was incredibly painful Mm -hmm. and it felt like it was like a burning sensation the entire time we had sex. It was really painful. I hated it. I tensed up when we had sex and Mm -hmm. I just kind of waited until it was over. Or a lot of times I stopped us. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I I read some of the research and there's some 
people who describe it differently, one of the common descriptions is it feels like the dick penetrating you is hitting a wall. And yeah. it hurts when mm-hmm. it hits that wall. But it's not like it's hitting a cervix. It's like it hits the yeah. wall as soon as there's penetration. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My mind was more of a burning, but I have heard that yeah. description yeah. too. Um, so basically what I think, like I think it can happen for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. It can happen because you've had some sexual trauma. Yeah. It can happen for seemingly no reason at all. Yeah. It can happen because you're going to lose your virginity and you're scared yeah. <laughs> and you're not ready or, you know sexual assault like there's a lot of different reasons why mm-hmm. it seems to happen it can Childbirth. also it can also happen because god has another plan for you <laughs> yeah i had a guy <laughs> <laughs> i had a guy who kept commenting on my blog post that about that your, uh, your vaginismus blog yes post. yeah my vaginismus article about how uh it was god's way of punishing me and Telling me that I was supposed to be a nun. Yeah. By telling me that sex hurt. <laughs> yeah, if you have vaginismus, God wants you to join a, yes. a convent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he wrote that same message to you multiple times. He kept coming back and posting it again and again. Mm-hmm. I never, because like on my blog, my personal blog, mm-hmm. I have to approve every comment. And you disapproved so I just, <laughs> I just didn't approve them. But he just kept coming back every week and putting it again mm-hmm. for weeks until yeah. he gave up. <laughs> He's pro- and it was the same exact wording too. Like he's probably yeah. going to like every vaginismus post yes. he can find every online and just uh-huh. copy pasting this <laughs> rant about how you belong in a nunnery. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. took a different path. <laughs> you know, before we talk about the path you took, yeah, <laughs> we should probably talk about getting there. Um, yeah. Because because okay, so uh, there's a lot of different causes for it. Basically, mm-hmm. what happens generally is that you, for whatever reason, if it's trauma, if it's upbringing, if it's your own worries, or if it's an experience with painful sex, your sort of natural instinct becomes to fear sex, to fear penetration. To tense up. So even if you're okay with what's happening, Mm -hmm. your body is like, no, it it doesn't want that penetration Mm -hmm. to happen. So it tries to stop it basically by... Mm -hmm. By clenching. Basically, your pussy acts like an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, (laughs) we used to have sex. Okay, so I think part of the problem is, Mm -hmm. this is my suspicion. I've never had this confirmed. Yeah. But this is what I think happened to me. So, you are a pretty long guy. (laughs) Mm. And I think what happened is when we kind of started settling into our relationship and I started to get a little less NRE. Maybe I didn't get quite as horny when we were having sex. And I also started having like a lot of hormonal imbalances. Mm -hmm. So I just didn't get as horny, I think, sometimes when we were having sex. So when we'd have sex, you would hit my cervix. Sure would. And we had fairly rough, you know, doggy style sex. Yeah. And that's oftentimes when it started, like it was do- in that position. Mm-hmm. I just thought, okay, so we had such intense sex that like I cried after I kind of had like this intense, almost painful feeling yeah. during it, but I just kind of thought it was, it was just really intense sex. It was so hardcore. Yeah. That and you, then I you would couldn't cry, handle it. <laughs> and then I would cry afterwards because yeah. I was so overwhelmed by that weird, gross, bad feeling I had uh-huh. during sex. So the NRE was a big factor there right because that's Mm -hmm. new relationship energy that's like the honeymoon period yeah and that's when you know when you're in a new relationship you're just so excited about the relationship and about Mm -hmm. the other person that you're extremely horny Mm -hmm. and down to fuck like 
pretty much all the time. Yeah. So I think we got in a pattern yes. of having sex a certain way, mm-hmm. having foreplay a certain way. And sometimes mm-hmm. we'd have kind of quickies. Yes. Yeah, just because it was like, you know, we were already really horny. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we didn't fool around for a whole, you know, a whole extended period of time. Mm-hmm. But I think at some point, you needed more. Yeah. You stopped being like ready at the drop of a hat. Yeah. And I didn't adjust. No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't realize it. Yeah. And uh, so we were having sex too quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uncomfortable for you. Yeah, it was. But I didn't really fully understand what was happening. And because of that, we kept doing it. Yeah. Like we kept having uncomfortable sex because mm-hmm. you thought, oh, it's just hardcore sex. <laughs> yeah. And I were just got to work through it. And yeah. I mean, I still wanted to have sex. Mm-hmm. So I thought like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because you're big, whatever. <laughs> you didn't know what was wrong, so no. you didn't know how to fix it, right? Exactly, or how to avoid yeah. It. yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean, this... You crying after sex was really weird for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it should be. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. It's a, It's not a good feeling when you fuck someone and they cry afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had, like, personal experience with uh, women crying after sex. That sounds wrong. <laughs> 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 Let me explain. <laughs> I uh I had a, uh, my first girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh she eventually during the relationship at some point started crying at the end of sex. Yeah. And she would just tell me, "I don't know what it is, it's nothing, whatever." But it was guilt mm-hmm. <laughs> because she was cheating on me. <laughs> and so, you know, then I associate like, "Oh yeah, okay, when you fuck a lady and she cries at the end and it's not cuz you did something horrible." Mm-hmm. she's probably cheating on you mm-hmm. <laughs> or she doesn't love you anymore or something. yeah so that's what you s- had brought up to me uh-huh that was my yeah. suspicion at the time because i didn't okay so i didn't know about vaginismus i'd mm-hmm. never heard of it i didn't know it was a thing yeah, that could neither. happen so i was totally clueless mm-hmm. so you had told me that well you i don't know you just kind of like questioned me about like mm-hmm. are you sure that you want to be with me and are you happy yeah. and things like that and so then you got it in my head and so then i started like worrying like god is that true is it my body knowing before me yeah. is it you know i would sometimes cry after sex and then i'd be worried like oh shit he thinks i don't love him or <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then also like when we would be fucking if it mm-hmm. was hurting the whole time we were having sex i would be thinking oh jesus fucking christ i'm gonna fucking cry after this i know i'm gonna cry and it's gonna get Uh weird and it's gonna be awkward and it's gonna be horrible and i've got to stop from crying i have to keep from crying and so i would just keep like that's all i was thinking about when we were having sex was like don't cry afterwards quite possibly the sexiest thoughts a woman can have (laughs) yes (laughs) so i think because i had so much like worry and stress about Mm -hmm. whether or not i was going to cry whether or not it was going to hurt i gave myself vaginismus Oh, I see. Yeah. So you like psyched yourself out almost. Mm-hmm. But I think originally way. it started with you hitting yeah. my cervix. Right. Yeah. Huh. And so one trauma created another trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Just the trauma tends to pile on, doesn't it? Does. It? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still finding yeah. more and more. <laughs> so I basically initially gave it to you physically. Yes. But, or like gave you some painful, uncomfortable sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, because now you say it's the size thing i think it's like lack of foreplay i mean though the size plays a role because yeah. even when there's plenty of foreplay i still have some oh, issues sometimes but hey, yeah you know what i found out recently what i think i told you this my cock is the same size as tommy pistol's cock i know you're really <laughs> happy about that <laughs> i'm not though actually i'm just i'm just intri- <laughs> i find it interesting because when you see it on screen you think like oh look at that size yeah and it looks different on me <laughs> That's true, yeah, but everybody's different. Yeah. Um, no, I wish I was smaller. Yeah. Only because I <laughs> wouldn't have to worry about your cervix anymore. <laughs> 
Yeah. But yeah, so the, initially it was the discomfort from the like hardcore yeah. doggy style sex that mm-hmm. hit your cervix and yeah. made you sad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and then you psyched yourself up. And then it probably is because of me still, right? Because I probably brought up all those mm-hmm. worries. Yep. <laughs> I, I kind of fucked things up there. Yeah. We were, we yeah. were worried about you. <laughs> 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 yeah. So that went on for years. Yeah, the vaginismus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was how how long do you think it was? Because I feel like that was a significant chunk of our so it's, relationship. Yeah, it started about a year into our relationship, mm-hmm. and it wasn't completely dealt with until after we had our first kid. Yeah, so that was four five years. So four or five years of yeah. vaginismus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did not have a lot of sex in that time. We didn't. No, that was like. A, you know, a big chunk of our sexless marriage yeah, uh, was because every time we had sex, I was in pain and it just didn't feel worth it. So I did it occasionally yeah. for you. <laughs> oh. um, but, or, you know, when I was really, really horny, mm-hmm. uh, but I mostly avoided it because it hurt. And I, it was embarrassing. I was very embarrassed. That you couldn't have sex? Yeah. Basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like our sexless marriage, their sexless period of our marriage. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of causes for it, but I think the vaginismus kickstarted it. I it think did, that yeah. was like that started it, and then yes. it was hard to come back from that. Oh yeah, for sure. During that time, mm-hmm. did you have like any pleasurable sex, or was it always uncomfortable and painful? Um, it ranged from okay yeah. to really terrible. Oh, okay. it was never super good. Yeah, yeah. No. So it was always a problem. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It hurt pretty yeah. much all. Like there were times when I could like relax my body enough that it was tolerable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not so much painful but and it was yeah. very quick like it would be a little bit that it would be okay yeah and then it would start hurting i do remember during that time that you would stop sex soon after it started yes and yeah. you'd be like okay i'm done that's good that's fine yeah. you know and mm-hmm. i used to think like wow it's really short this time <laughs> like, <laughs> we barely ever have yeah. sex and when we do it's almost no, and we, we, we didn't it's really talk about it. You know, no. we didn't really talk about what the fuck was happening, why it was hurting. I don't know why. Yeah. But we didn't. I was so uncomfortable about it. We only really started talking about it when you figured out that it was vaginismus. Yes. And then mm-hmm. you kind of like put a name to it mm-hmm. and started like researching it and you started like finding solutions for it. And yeah. then you could then kind we, of say like, okay, this it, is yeah. what this is. This is what's happening mm-hmm. to me. But that was like years and years. It. Yeah. Yes. It was... Um, Gosh, yeah, it was uh, at least three yeah. years. I think it was just getting fucking. Oh, you know what it was? No, what? I know what it was. Oh, it was not because I thought like, well, this is enough. We got to fix this. Uh huh. It was because we wanted to have a baby. Oh and yeah. And I okay. didn't know how I yeah. was going to get through all of that sex. Uh huh. To make a baby. Yes. And so that's when I started looking it up. That made you look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't mm-hmm. know that was the reason, but that makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> During a lot of that time, like communication would have probably helped, obviously. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it would have, you know, solved the problem, but mm-hmm. it was a weird time for us. Uh, mm-hmm. We got married. Yep. And we didn't have sex on our wedding night because of that. No, we did not. And we didn't have sex on our honeymoon. Mm-mm. And I was bummed out. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I went back and forth on our yeah. on our wedding night, whether or not we should have mm-hmm. sex, because I felt like we should, and it felt important, but I also it's felt like the we, thing were, you do. we were settled. We were five years into our relationship, yeah. and we weren't, like, in the honeymoon phase, and 
I didn't want the, the whole day to have felt like it ended ruined mm-hmm. by pain yeah. and awkwardness and crying and things like that. So I decided to tell you I was just too tired to have you sex. Did. Yeah. And yeah. I remember being so disappointed. Mm-hmm. Not because I thought like it's the wedding night, but because we went back to the hotel room mm-hmm. and you slipped off your wedding dress <laughs> and you were wearing gorgeous underwear, garters <laughs> and knee high rainbow socks Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you just like light on the bed on your stomach and i thought holy fuck she looks so goddamn fucking (laughs) good she looks so fuckable (laughs) but she's tired yeah (laughs) so so i respectfully laid down next to you and went to sleep yeah (laughs) even though you looked so delicious (laughs) and then on our honeymoon we were on a uh we were on a cruise Mm -hmm. and it was kind of boring (laughs) it was was boring there's you know it was fun the cruise was was fun it was fine it's like something your your mom got for us she like got us a cruise Mm -hmm. and like we there were some fun things to do there was good food to eat but for the most part there wasn't much to do yeah so we go back to the room a lot Mm -hmm. and i'd be like okay should we get some sex in (laughs) and you'd be like how about a nap So that was, yeah. <laughs> and so I had no idea that sex was painful for you. I just thought like, okay, this is mm-hmm. like you have lost interest in sex. Yeah. Like you are just no, you don't care for it at mm-hmm. all. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, that's another good reason to communicate about sex. It's true because I yeah. I was filling in those blanks. I was coming up with all sorts of theories for why you didn't want to have sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's just that it was painful. Yeah. And knowing that would have been very different. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think we had some conversations about it, but not many. And yeah. you didn't really understand. I didn't understand. I didn't explain it well. <laughs> yeah. So, when you wanted to have babies, well, we wanted to have mm-hmm. babies, you decided to look into it. Did yeah. you ever, like, go? You never went to a doctor, though, did you? No. I, um, I mean, obviously, I was, com- <laughs> I was very shy and yeah. uncomfortable about anything about sex. So, mm-hmm. the thought of talking to a doctor about it mortified me. Because it was like your body, or because you'd have to like admit to a doctor that I would like to have sex, please. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like anything. Okay. Anything about sex. Mm-hmm. I wasn't comfortable talking to a doctor. Yeah. And you know, my doctor was my family doctor, who mm-hmm. had been my doctor since I was a baby. Yeah. Who was also my entire family's doctor. Yeah. He I was see. also a man who I used to serve at the bar I worked. <laughs> like it was just. It was. Yeah uncomfortable he to was talk too to big him. of a part of your life to, yeah, to just, like yeah. We, we lived in a small town uh-huh. everyone knows everyone mm-hmm. like i don't know i just didn't feel it felt like talking to a family friend yeah. <laughs> about sex <laughs> and that just felt weird to me i should have just tried to find a new doctor mm. but <laughs> no i get it because like a lot of people i knew were getting free condoms from a clinic mm-hmm. where you would just go in and tell the nurse like hey i want some condoms and mm-hmm. they would give you some but mm-hmm. i paid fucking full price for condoms because <laughs> there's no way i would walk up to a nurse and yes. say please give me some prophylactics so yeah i I get where you're coming from so and then i also had a friend who actually went through the exact same thing about a year and a half before me okay she had been with her boyfriend for a couple of years and all of a sudden sex started to hurt yeah and she described it as a burning pain and Mm. nobody could figure out what was wrong with her and she went to the doctor and the doctor gave her this lecture about lubrication and how you Mm. know she needed to make sure that she was actually wet to have sex and she 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 said it was very embarrassing and humiliating and no matter how many times she said i'm plenty wet then she told her doctor like no it's not a lube problem i'm plenty wet i even use lube nothing Mm -hmm. helps yeah the doctor just said like that's all it is you just need to be hornier 
So <laughs> And I did not want to get that conversation yeah, so from my doctor. <laughs> it's one thing to say to the doctor, like, hey, sex hurts. And it's another to have to say, like, I get plenty wet. Thank you exactly, very much. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And back then, like, doctors, I mean, fuck, doctors still don't believe women. Uh, but, but they yeah. really did, didn't back then. <laughs> and they didn't really, like, this wasn't a well-known Mm-hmm. issue back yeah, then yeah. there was no information about it mm-hmm. i actually even googled it when it started happening to me and i couldn't find anything it took a few years before i started finding people on forums talking about it yeah you had to go to like the deep underground oh yeah of the sex internet yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so i just think doctors were not doing a very good job back then yeah <laughs> well, yeah hopefully they're doing better now i sure hope so yeah <laughs> see i hope i hope i hope a lot more doctors are aware of vaginismus because mm-hmm. i was looking up statistics and it's hard to find statistics on this but the most conservative estimate is that 0.5 percent of women will experience vaginismus yeah I, i've seen numbers as high as six percent mm-hmm. but even at 0.5 percent it's like one out of 200 women yeah will at some point have vaginismus mm-hmm. which is a very high high number, number. yeah <laughs> it's so um, true so it's quite common i've actually had several sex coaches comment on my article mm-hmm. about it saying that they've never heard of it before and they're so thankful for yeah. the article so i'm glad that mm-hmm. people are learning about it yeah absolutely yeah because it's a really distressing thing to all of a sudden like the sex you enjoy the sex you normally have is just absolutely painful Mm -hmm. and for some people i think we touched on this earlier but for some people everything from even just like using one finger will be yes some can't have have any penetration at all painful yeah now i i really wish looking back that i was less self-conscious because we could have been Mm -hmm. having oral we could have been fooling around we could have been doing mutual masturbation Uh and anytime you suggested any of those things i got so insulted because i did suggest it right because there were times that you were like it hurts to have sex and i was like well let's do all the stuff that doesn't hurt yeah now i know there's a condition called this is similar it's called vulvodynia Mm -hmm. and that one wouldn't work for that no. sort of thing because that is basically it's not like vaginismus it's more that like any t- any touching of your vulva is painful yeah but you didn't have that no. you were fine yeah quit stimulation anything mm-hmm. like that yeah it but was i was just, just too embarrassed and too defensive about it and i felt like it was admitting that i wasn't a good wife and a woman and is even it- though not having sex like arguably was worse <laughs> yeah it was but worse. in my head like i just felt like it wasn't a problem if i if i just pretended it's just that i didn't want sex yeah, yeah and yeah, i told yeah. myself i just didn't need sex mm-hmm. then that was better than not being able to perform i guess i don't know it's so stupid but i really wish i could go back and have a lot more oral <laughs> well, yeah i mean that's not a bad way to enjoy it yeah i've had a relationship where all i got was oral like a lot of it and i was you know (laughs) there's some stuff i missed but i was fine (laughs) yeah it works what you gotta do what you gotta do right yeah so if sex is painful fool around but was it like was it basically this idea that in your head real sex is penetrative sex? yes is that what it is yeah like okay so like well back then yeah back then yeah yeah you've obviously changed your mind about that yeah okay interesting yeah so i i don't know i guess i just felt like very insecure about my issues if we did that because we were making accommodations for me instead of just yeah you know wanting sex did it make you feel weird because it was what your image of sex was or was it more that like you thought like you wouldn't be giving me what i wanted both Oh, okay yeah it was a sad time it was a sad time it's too bad because yeah i could have a lot of the the Horrible stuff could have been avoided yeah. with just a bunch of pussy eating. That's true. Arguably, that's even could have helped your vaginismus, right? Like, 
Yeah. It probably would have because I would have had positive experiences surrounding sex instead Mm -hmm. of just negative experiences and then the occasional masturbation where I hide and go really fast and (laughs) like those are those are my only sexual experiences for years. Yeah, because at that time you're still masturbating, right? Like you were getting yourself off, but you just Yeah. You just couldn't have penetration, so Mm -hmm. it was off the table. Uh thankfully you you solved it though. You resolved your issue. Um I've been looking up uh how to resolve vaginismus just to see if there are other ways to do it some of it's psychological like Mm -hmm. you can get therapy or counseling or just work on your own baggage so you can kind of get over whatever it is about sex that scares you or yeah or upsets you Yeah, if you have like some kind of shame from like being raised heavily religious maybe yeah (laughs) or or just like a lot of body shame too yeah or just like feeling that sex is dirty or Mm -hmm. gross or yeah. If you've had trauma, like if you've had yes. uh, assault or something mm-hmm. in your past, then you can sometimes there's a psychological element you have to kind of work on yeah, before for you sure. can enjoy sex again. Mm-hmm. Mine seemed more physical. Yours was way more physical than yeah. that. Because I think there wasn't this like whole block of like I yeah. You no. you were you wanted sex. Yeah. You I did. wished it would happen and mm-hmm. you you weren't grossed out by it. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was and it, I would be so horny that i'd think like okay this time it's not gonna happen because i feel you want so, it so good bad, and i yeah. yeah and i would kind of like tell my mind <laughs> tell my body like it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen and then it would happen again you tried the mind over matter thing basically, yes to just yeah. like convince yourself <laughs> that like this is cool this is mm-hmm. fine you want this mm-hmm. and yeah. never worked it really is like your pussy's an asshole right because like is. people try that with <laughs> anal and it doesn't always work. <laughs> so true. just like i want this i want this dick in my ass and nope that still happens to me sometimes <laughs> that's true Sometimes I'm just like, nope, not happening today. There are times that you practically yeah. beg for some ass fucking, uh-huh. and then you're just at the end, you're like, no, nah, it's nope. just not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I finally started looking it up. I found a forum, and I finally found some people talking about it, and they had recommended a book. Okay. I wish I could remember the name of the fucking mm. book. I wish I had kept it. Ugh. You bought the book. I threw it out because okay. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> like I'm. Sorry. I don't even know who I was like five years yeah, ago. You've changed a lot over the years. Mostly yeah. you've gotten rid of this deep shame you <laughs> I have. I really have. So I I bought this book that came with dilators and it was something about yeah. vaginismus, like overcoming vaginismus. Mm-hmm. And so the whole book was about kind of the psychological reasons for why this happens and mm. what's happening and all of the you know, the science the science behind it. <laughs> yeah. And then there was like the the guide on how to cure it yes and with it came a pack of dilators and Mm -hmm. they were like white they i mean they kind of were like dildos but not shaped like dicks or anything (laughs) they were just like white uh smooth dick like sticks (laughs) yeah of various sizes it's starting very thin very very thin like the size of your pinky Uh uh-huh uh and then getting up to it wasn't fully your size dick okay but like i think it was probably about seven inches maybe and like maybe oh, seven four, inches long, four inches wow. wide, like what diameter. Do you mean girth, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, it was supposed to bring you up to like average. Yeah, I yeah, mean yeah. that's not average. Average is smaller than that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was supposed to bring you up to like so you'd be ready to fuck a dick. Yeah, you gradually get end. comfortable with yeah. with that. And so, so how do you use the dilators? Okay, so well, f- the first thing you have to do before you even use the dilators mm-hmm. is you're supposed to do God, I forget how many, like 200 kegels a okay. day, yeah, yeah, uh, or something insane like that. 
Is that so you get control over your pelvic yes. muscles? Yes. Okay. So you strengthen your muscles and you also learn how to control them. So mm-hmm. there's like little exercises that you can do. And then there's also different types of kegels. So you can do like the hold for three seconds or five seconds and then let go. And then you do the short little ones uh-huh. or um, patterns. <laughs> there were a whole bunch of different things to do. And you were supposed to do all of them so that you kind of like builds up your pelvic muscles yeah. and strength in a bunch of different ways. Hey, fun fact. I'm doing I'm doing them right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay. So <Yep. laughs> So then after you get good control of that and you do that for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. you start using the dilators. Okay. Yeah. And so you put a little lube on them mm-hmm. and you lay down. You're supposed to get yourself really comfortable and relaxed. And it's not supposed to be sexual. Like, you're not sure. getting off or anything, but yeah, you're yeah. just supposed to be kind of relaxed. Mm-hmm. I remember it said, like, you know, be in a quiet room by yourself with the door locked and you have all the privacy you need. Yeah. Get comfortable in your bed <laughs> so you don't feel like it's traumatic. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And you slowly insert one and you put it in and then you do kegels on it, like, while it's inside you. Right, right, right. And um, you do those until it doesn't hurt anymore. Mm-hmm. So... Basically, the idea is that you clench and you like kegel. Clench what, what and is release. It, what is it called when it's like an, a verb? Like you don't you oh. don't kegel. You well, you do your do kegels, a kegel. Right? You do a kegel. Yeah, you do yeah. a kegel exercise. A kegel. Flex, I don't know. A kegel. <laughs> flex your pussy. Flex your pussy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> now so that you, is something I can't do. No. So I can do a modified version of kegels. Where <laughs> yeah. I flex the base of my cock essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, so back you, to vaginismus. <laughs> so you flex with it in. Uh-huh. You do kegels with it in. Um, and the idea is so that you get used to the feeling of letting go of the kegel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so you go through all of your... So you do the contraction, but it's so that you can force yourself almost to, to like... To, 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 to open up it. And yeah. release. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So basically, yeah, the idea is that your body's going to tense up automatically by reflex and you have to know how and have the control to Uh let it relax again every time i say that i do what (laughs) i don't mean to it's just happening naturally (laughs) it's a reflex yeah Yeah, almost so then you go through and it takes it can take weeks or i think the book said it could take up to like a year it didn't take me that long though Mm -hmm. um to do each dilator and you only go up to the next one when it doesn't hurt at all and you can put it in and out and it doesn't hurt yeah yeah so when you get to the last one that's when you're supposed to try having sex yeah so I once you can accommodate a few months yeah. i think so once you can accommodate like four inches of girth yeah you're probably good to go yes or at least you know, carefully yeah. So then sex is a little interesting too at first Mm. (laughs) because when you have sex, you have to actually, you have to kind of like, you can't just go find like a one night stand. (laughs) (laughs) You have to do this with like a partner, somebody who's going to, who's going to help you. Yeah. I mean, you could use a one night stand if they're willing. Yeah, sure. But you, (laughs) they have to like go, you know, like fuck you, put their dick inside you Uh and then they're not supposed to move at all while you do your kegels. (laughs) So that's why it's ideal that you don't just find somebody on Tinder and are like, hey, want to help with my vaginist? Like, (laughs) yeah, it would be a little weird and I I would want it to do with someone you trust and that will listen to directions. I'm not always great at listening to directions, Mm -hmm. but I do remember uh, how strange and artificial that was (laughs) to be like, okay, yes, you were like, all right, enter me. 
and then stop <laughs> and then just hold. <laughs> yes. And so you held above me in the missionary yeah. position while I kegled on yeah. your dick. <laughs> I was planking. You were working different muscles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you're supposed to do that and like tighten and release uh-huh. and tighten and release and tighten and release until your pussy realizes that there's no danger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it learns not to fear the cock. Basically. And so then after you get to that point and the burning stops uh-huh. or there's no burning anymore yeah um then they can start kind of moving in and out and sometimes Uh this might take like multiple tries on different days like you wouldn't go forward if you're Mm -hmm. in pain and it's burning (laughs) do you remember if it worked for us right away or was it a gradual Mm, process no it didn't it took a while yeah that's what i thought yeah um and so and what happens is sometimes there'll be like a flare-up so Uh i would do it i would kegel it would feel better. We'd have sex, slow <laughs> sex yeah, yeah. for like a few minutes. And then if it would start to hurt again, sometimes I'd have to get you to stop and then I'd have to redo it again because like you will try to clench up mm-hmm. again sometimes. So you might have to like redo it a few times while you're having sex yeah, to keep your muscles relaxed. Mm-hmm. So it took us a few tries, mm-hmm. really, and it never completely went away at that point. It yeah. was almost gone. It was to the point usually where when you would enter me, I would have to do the kegels for a minute. You would have to go really slow. Sometimes yes. you'd have to stop and wait until I could get comfortable again. Uh-huh. Sometimes sex just didn't happen and we had to stop. Mm-hmm. And other times it would get to a point where it was more tolerable and we would continue. Yeah. The rest of the pain, though, did not go away until after I had our first baby. Yeah, that kind of helped along. I I remember reading that um, when I was looking up cures, that some people said that it went away after they had a kid because Mm. their muscles maybe just were weaker Yeah, (laughs) or more stretched out. I don't know. In in the interest of like a disclaimer, Mm -hmm. we didn't have a baby to cure your vaginismus. (laughs) We were having a baby for independent reasons. (laughs) Just want to put that out there. Yeah. (laughs) That would be an extreme cure it would well i don't know (laughs) but But yeah it did it did work it took away the rest of the pain but i would say 90 percent of it was cured with the dilators Mm -hmm. there was just a little bit of pain like especially when you would first penetrate me Mm -hmm. that was still left and i used to have to kind of kegel to get over it yeah that stopped after we had another baby Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm You know, after years of you having vaginismus Mm -hmm. and it being like putting sex pretty much off the table, Mm -hmm. it really did feel good to be in you even if I wasn't (laughs) thrusting. I was just resting my cock inside you. You are always such an eager participant (laughs) (laughs) for whatever. Okay. Hey, listen. I love helping. Yeah. I'm a a very generous and kind and giving man. You sure are. And I also like having my dick inside you. (laughs) (laughs) Is there, there's a term for that isn't it it's something like soaking or something like that where you just kind of like put your dick in someone and leave it there and is that actually what it's called i don't remember hmm. soaking sounds weird but so so <laughs> <laughs> so it's just putting your dick in someone and just leaving it there i guess that's never been a kink that's particular like i know that's a really common one but it's never been one that i've particularly yeah. been into because I, I don't i don't I just don't see the appeal yeah i'm just having like a yeah, a dick in but you. I love hearing people talk about it because they're so sweet, and they, it sounds like it's like a like an intimate thing. It's like the most wholesome thing ever. Oh yeah, for and sure. It's like, but I, it's just, I love her, and I want to be inside of her yeah. even when I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that's so cute. It kind of reminds me of the couples who cuddle when they sleep. Yeah, I you sh- you're not into that. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> you, you need a lot of space in bed. Uh huh. Yeah, you need like a you, you're you're the type to like. 
complain if I'm in your elbow space or your <laughs> arm space or your leg space. <laughs> so we, I just give you a lot of space. We have a king size bed, and if I could, I would get that family bed, that one that's like two king size beds together. Yeah, because I think that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could just sleep on our own and come to the metal yeah. to fuck. You dispute this, but I feel like I have about a third of the bed, and you, <laughs> you have the other side because you like to roll. I like to stretch. Out. You like to stretch out, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I don't need a lot of room. <laughs> <laughs> so all good now. No vaginismus. Mm-hmm. It's Completely never gone. been a problem since. I mean, I still have cervix problems if we're not careful, but now I know what they yeah, are. So that's... I just stop you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I've had no problems since since then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think there are ways to prevent vaginismus from happening? Like, obviously, the psychological stuff yeah. is, you know, uh, something you can't really deal with other than through, like, personal therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, you know, the, the way we had sex caused the vaginismus in a lot of ways. Yeah, I would say, um, I mean, obviously, especially when you're, like, going to lose your virginity mm-hmm. and you're going for it for the first time, if you're the guy or uh-huh. you're the girl, like, keep it in mind, foreplay is important, yes, going slow yeah. is important, yeah. communicating while you're having sex, uh-huh. um, you know, don't give somebody a traumatic experience, <laughs> I guess, right? Fair like, enough. <laughs> <laughs> and if it hurts, don't be embarrassed, just, like, tell them to stop and slow down or get some lube Yeah. or... You know, take your time. Sometimes some people, you know, like when I lost my virginity, it took two days. Mm-hmm. Have I told the story? I feel like I, I must, think have. You must have. I've told it on the But basically blog. you tried to lose your virginity once. I tried to you... lose my virginity and I wasn't wet and I wasn't horny yeah. and he couldn't get it in. Mm-hmm. And so we had to try again the next day. Yeah. When I was calmer, more relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> more into it. Yeah. Yeah. But I was embarrassed. Like that was a, that was part of the reason why I felt like it had to go do it the next day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you had so to we redeem could have communicated yourself. more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just take your time mm-hmm. and use loop. <laughs> yeah. And make it like a pleasurable, fun experience. Don't make it a scary thing. If you're really, really, really scared, of course there's like a certain amount of losing your virginity or having sex with someone for the first time that's like it's scary it's and it's new deal. and it's a big deal. But try to do it with someone you're you feel safe with mm-hmm. and you're comfortable with and you know like you can trust them yeah because that's going to make you less nervous mm-hmm. and then you're less likely to have pain like i didn't even have pain when i lost my virginity none at all it was yeah. all pleasure mm-hmm. and i think that's because i wasn't nervous anymore and i yeah. wasn't scared and i was wet <laughs> you felt ready and you yeah. felt horny yeah yeah hmm. so that's the yeah so that, that's uh, what i would do that would prevent help prevent it i don't think it's always preventable sure but and you know just kind of trying to shame yourself <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. it took uh, it took you years to get to that point so hopefully uh yeah. other people don't have as much of a, a long road with the, mm-hmm. <laughs> with the sexual shame well, that's good people are being raised better now so mm, i hope so <laughs> it sucks it does suck yeah for everyone involved uh-huh. but you can fix it it is curable mm-hmm so I'm glad that uh, it's not because you fell out of love with me. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of weirdly happy that you had vaginismus and it wasn't <laughs> yeah. the beginning of the end. That's you true. Know, anything yeah. like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I'm glad it's gone. Glad me it's too. Mm-hmm. And uh, if anybody out there is experiencing it or might have worries about it, mm-hmm. uh, the best thing to do is to buy some dilators yeah. and to start working on it. Mm-hmm. And Take you your can, time. You can actually get those dilators from one of our affiliates. Yeah. Uh, from Betty's Toy Box. Mm-hmm. They sell some dilator kits that you can use to work your way up from something manageable to something more girthy. 
Another thing you should get with them if you do get them is some lube. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you recommend? Uh, my current favorite is Liquid Sassy. Oh, I really like it. Yeah, that's one that we didn't try right away because it's an, no. a water-based anal lube. It's spe- it's, it is specifically for anal, mm-hmm. but it also says that it's like pH safe. And yeah, it is. You, you can use it for everything. Mm-hmm. And I've been really enjoying it because it's kind of, it kind of has more like a silicone vibe to it's it. Like it's thicker. thicker and it's yeah. slippery and it lasts, mm-hmm. but you can use it with silicone toys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. So that's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. So that would be a good one to use with it. I've actually been using a lot of Sliquid too. I've been using Sliquid H2O, which is just their water-based lube. It's not the anal formula. Mm-hmm. It's just the regular one. And it's really good. I've been trying all sorts mm-hmm. of water-based lubes lately. And honestly, they tend to be disappointing. Yes. I don't usually <laughs> like water-based lube as a preference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I need a really good one. And uh, But Sliquid H2O is definitely one of them. It is. So mm-hmm. you can get all of those lubes. Uh through Betty's Toy Box, mm-hmm. uh, our affiliate, along with the dilators, if you need them. Yeah. And if you use the code LOVEEMMA, all caps, one word, if you want to get those or anything else from Betty's, mm-hmm. and you get 10% off your order. Yeah. yeah. That's a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I suppose that's all we have to say about vaginismus for now. It yeah. fucking sucks. It, I'm so sorry if anyone's going through it. It, it absolutely But blows. there is help. Yeah. And there is things you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will link the article I wrote on vaginismus uh, in the show notes. Yes. In good case idea. anyone wants to read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the rest of your articles are on your Medium page. Yeah. Uh, you can follow Emma on Medium, and you can now follow me on Medium, because I wrote something, too. You did? Yeah. Yeah. I might, I might keep writing. We'll see. I hope so. Yeah. It's fun. You can also follow me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Or me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Or you can follow me on Instagram. And you can also subscribe to Emma's newsletter called Love Emma, mm-hmm. where she keeps you all up to date on what she's been writing, recording, doing, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. There's no participation trophies here. It's so hot in here. I don't think it's going to make me funnier. I think it's going to make me bitchier. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, you know, people get to hear the real you. (laughs) This is one for the blooper reel only, I think. But let me tell you, you're not a prude for refusing to jack off a guy in a parking lot. (laughs) And you're not a prude (laughs) for thinking that a flasher is no, like, is is trouble okay good <laughs> flashers are trouble you know i try to be pretty positive about what everybody's thing is but oh, yeah. obviously if your thing is offending people no, sure. <laughs> it's a problem yeah, yeah uh, i, I kind of forgot what we were here for yeah <laughs> we're here for a good time <laughs> not a long time it feels like a long time <laughs> we've been trying to troubleshoot a computer problem for like an hour <laughs> yeah yeah and we still haven't fixed it nope <laughs> we just gave up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, where are we going to go from here? We're already done. <laughs> I forgot about fixing yeah. it. Your pussy muscles will try to cleanse up again. Cleanse yeah. up? Is that a word? Clench. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's right. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did not catch that at all. I'm only Eyeball. doing this for cake. You promised cake, so I'm here. Yeah, I'm bribing the kids with cake. I guess I'm bribing you with cake, too. <laughs> I'm bribing them so they they just they're quiet. They're quiet, and I'm bribing you so that you (laughs) record with me. (laughs) We have to pay the the older ones to watch the little ones. So Mm -hmm. we bribe them with cake. It works. You know, people ask us how we get through our day. (laughs) I don't want to brag or anything, but I make a mean chocolate cake. You you do. It's true. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Hear that, ladies?
<laughs> He's whipped. <laughs> but not as whipped as the delicious vanilla icing that goes on my chocolate cake. I love how you took credit for the thing I make. <laughs> That's, I mean, that is your quality, right? <laughs> I was using it as a joke. I was just... Ugh. <laughs> you can't even let me have that one. <laughs> okay. I'll link an article below about um, my experience with vaginismus. And below? This is not YouTube. Fucking hell. <laughs> In the show notes. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. Okay, yep. so. Um, <laughs> We're just lonely, clearly. <laughs> hey, y'all. Everybody listening still. <laughs> You're our only friends. <laughs>